Welcome to Old Fashioned Finance, the podcast that mixes cocktails and high finance. I'm your host, Caleb Frankert, and I'm joined by my good friend and fellow money muddler, Jason Burnell. Caleb, can a podcast about finance be entertaining? Not without alcohol. All right, let's mix it up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this should be a fun one. Oh, this is... We need a fun one after, after yeah, estate after, planning for two weeks. Let's talk about dying. Womp, womp. <laughs> it, you know what? I feel bad mm. that we did it, but I don't also. Because no. it was really good information, I think, and, and people had, need to hear it. I've had conversations about those topics since then. Yeah. And there are some that are like, whoa, I didn't think about that. Well, I would, so I'd put it this way. I don't think that people listened to it and didn't like it. I think people saw estate planning. Let's not listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. So this one might be a little more clickbaity. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Today on Old Fashioned Finance, how to win the lottery. Let's get drunk. I mean, let's drink and have a conversation about the lottery well i don't think there's anything wrong with the title how to win the lottery it's i'm not this is not how to go about um, uh, employing a system that will allow you to win the lottery this is that's true when you win the lottery how how you should win the lottery (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh we got a, a new drink here that i've never heard of that that I thought would me. be really fun to try me. out today. So, Everything looks good, though. It's yeah, yeah, I think so. Today we're gonna I be feel drinking. Like we kind of like doing the like Taco Bell recipe for drinks sometimes, where it's like, yeah, we like that beans, cheese, <laughs> tortillas. So yeah, it, same same ingredients, <laughs> and then we just mix up the ratio, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, this is a little different. It's um, I mean, it's basic. It's pretty Sprague. basic, but that? anyway, it's the it's the Kentucky Flyer. Woo. And let's just dive right in. Right. Uh, today we're drinking Kentucky Flyers made with two ounces of rye whiskey. Wasn't that I pronounced the H hard enough? Yeah. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of maraschino liqueur. Mm-hmm. Probably the most common that you're going to find out there is Luxardo. A half an ounce of lemon juice. And as always, fresh squeezed lemon juice, right? Mm. And then uh, we're going to garnish that with a mint sprig and a Luxardo cherry. And that's it. No, uh, I just built this on a rocks glass. I threw a few cubes of ice in and little, started little adding stir. the ingredients, gave it a little stir. And I, admittedly, my mint plant is not doing awesome lately. <laughs> so our mint sprigs are a little bit anemic, but you, okay. still, you still get the That's smell. Just a so. All right, Jason. So let's uh, bottoms up, pal. Let's see what we think of this bad boy. Hmm. Everything I thought it would be. Hmm. I don't like lemon in drinks, but it's good. It's uh for a half an ounce. It's overpowering. I taste it more than I taste the maraschino liqueur, which is a bigger part no, of the drink. No, but that it's still good. I, I like st- it. I like this one. You yeah. know, it reminds me of a hot toddy. You know what? That's a good point. It, this is a cold toddy. <laughs> you know what? The reason you might like this is the rye that we used in here. We yeah. used a uh, rare breed, which um, is like, which is a barrel proof rye. It's good. It's it's just it really reminds me wonderful. of a hot toddy. Yeah, I can see is where it, you're coming from. It's I think it's the rye and the lemon. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. Some people put mint in their hot toddies, so it could be that. We do. I mean, pepper, like a peppermint. Yeah, like a liquid. I don't know. What do you call that? Like a spice you get almost like a like an oil, like bitters. a peppermint yeah. oil. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's really good. Bad. That's actually a bad. really good 
kind of cold winter drink. I'm not going to lie. I picked this one on purpose because I thought, I'm going to like this, I think. And I thought you might not like it. Not saying I want to pick drinks that you don't like, but we don't have a lot of controversy on the drinks. We don't. We usually kind of. That's right. You said that it was going to be controversial. I I really thought you were going to hate this. No, I like it. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. Good. To disappoint. I like it. I like it. So I'm glad you agree with me. Obviously, your palate is getting more refined. <laughs> yeah, but this is an easy mixer. You know, I, I think this is a winter drink. That's weird with the lemon in there. Okay. I'm, I'm, I could definitely see drinking this on the porch in the summertime. Yeah, we could see you drinking most All right, drinks. there's the controversy. <laughs> I, here, I thought your palate was becoming more refined. Speaking of getting more refined, yes, Jason. Go. Yep. Do you get more refined whenever you win the lottery? Survey says we'll see. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. I found an interesting article. And in light of the recent Powerball lottery, mm-hmm. a record-setting lottery here in the United Crazy. States that was Crazy. just drawn on, what, Tuesday? A couple days ago. I thought it would be really fun to do this episode because of all of that. It's really funny. I don't, I don't play the lottery. Do you? No. Okay. So... Whenever you, uh, my wife and I went to the bookstore down the road Mm -hmm. last Friday. Yep. And the cashier said something like, are you going to get your Powerball ticket? And I'm like, huh? No. She goes, it's up to $2 billion. And I went, whoa, what? Billion? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Now for $500 million, I'm not going to waste my $2, (laughs) but a a, $2 I think I better go buy one. Wouldn't that just be absurd? (laughs) But it is funny, right? Yep. Because whenever it resets, I think it goes down to, I mean, it's like 40 mil. I don't know. I don't even know how much. I don't either. I don't have the slightest. But clue. it's really funny when you think about it. Your chances of winning the big one with more people playing is less. Right. But it's like, right. I don't know, man. We crossed a billion and I think I'm going to play because now it's worth my time to win the lottery. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> In my All $2. Of a sudden. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I thought it would be fun to kind of get into that a little bit today and really just you know what, darn it. it. It's okay to just have a fun episode, isn't it? Definitely. All right. So we're going to... There was definitely a buzz yeah, about... We'll, we'll mix right? a little bit of financial planning and some common sense in, but this is just a fun one, okay? So right. if you normally listen to the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast and you're taking notes and you apply this to your daily life, just relax and enjoy this one. Yes. <laughs> Get your drink. I mean, back. if you're doing that, you probably... Yeah, I probably know. need to find something else to do. But anyway, all right. We're so sorry. let's get a, That's what we're saying. I, I, I want to give credit where credit's due. That's right. Um, because I look, I, I wanted to find statistics on lotteries, lottery winners, all that. Of course and, we did. We're nerds. You know, I, I found this. Uh, I don't know how you even it's pronounced. Uh, it's not social. It's there's two O's in it. Social.com. But I think it is so, supposed to be social. Is it? Are you yeah. familiar with this site? I mean, not really. Okay. But. I'm I'm still whatever learning how the to internet. use the internet. Uh, that crazy uh, one someday. day I'll, <laughs> I'll learn the computer. Uh, but they have a pretty interesting uh, article here called "25 Lottery Winner Statistics to Make You Buy a Ticket ASAP." Woo! All right. Wow. So it seems like a hard sell. Look, even though someone won the Powerball, there's still money to be had in the lottery. So That's go buy right. a ticket. Just right. kidding. Did, didn't the winner come from like California? I think that's where they said. That. Yes. So hold on to that little tidbit yes. of information because yes. it's one of the statistics that I want to that's talk interesting. About. So Jason, let's do this uh, kind right. of rapid fire st- uh, style. I'm going to okay. I'm going to throw out some things and, and you give me a reaction. Let's start kind of with like just lottery statistics. Okay. All right. So jumping right into this, the average gambler in the U.S. spends around. So remember the average gambler. 
gambler. in the U.S. Not okay. the average person, but the average gambler. So if it's you're a profile, playing the lottery, yeah. yeah, if you're playing the lottery, on average, you spend about $261 on lottery tickets every year. Yearly. Yearly. That seems low to me. Does it? Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask does. you, are you buying I mean, that or selling like, it? I mean, scratch off tickets are 20 bucks a piece in some cases. Well, they can be, but also the ones There's that I get for Christmas ones. are a dollar. Yeah. But the funny thing is, those are the only ones I ever win on. <laughs> and I might win like $3. You get another ticket. I usually just tell my niece, here you go, take these down to the gas station because she's of age now. And oh. Double down. Yes. Basically, she I'm trying to make cigarettes. that ticket go to zero. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cigarettes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to make this money. At the end of the day, really we're, we're supporting our school with both. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I mentioned that the average gambler spends about $261 okay, a year on okay. tickets. What percentage of Americans do you think are gamblers or lottery players, Jason? I'm going to say like 45%. Okay. It's 57%. Okay. 57%. All right. Uh, so obviously a little higher than what you thought. A little higher yeah. than what I thought, too. Yeah, that's that's a big number. I mean, again, when we get into some of these other odds. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you mentioned something about California, mm-hmm. where the big winner came from. Something state-specific. Uh, Did I almost say Pacific? Pacific. Pacific. <sighs> no, this state, state, this state does not touch the Pacific. Florida. Florida had the highest lottery ticket sales in 2021. Do you think it's just because of the retirees that are down there? I mean, that it's like, uh, all right. Of, so I, <laughs> I feel like it's a hobby to play the lottery, feel, lottery, don't you? I feel like you're setting me up here because I, I want to say it's the demographic of Florida as a whole. Um, I think it is. Yeah, there's retirees. There's haves and have nots there, though. That's pretty that, much that's what, what it I is. mean. I mean, yeah. you, you might have, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that because we probably have faithful listeners in Florida. Sure. I guess what I was going to say is you have a lot of retirees and people who can afford to live the high life down in right, Florida. Right. And then you have like the uh, people serving those people, right? Crocodile people, you know? <laughs> I don't Crocodile know. Dundee just <laughs> popped in my head. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stop badmouthing Florida because we have a better one to badmouth. We do. I think probably where's the other winners come from, right? Oh no, that was the, that's the next stat. Um, well actually, so yeah, that was lottery sales, lottery ticket sales, New York, New York is number two. Okay. And and really, (laughs) right. I mean, there, there's a little bit of a separation between Florida and New York, but the margin between New York and the next state, which is California, uh, is razor thin. So Mm. California creeping up on New York for I would for think that two. population just has something to do with that. Next I, yeah, I think but, so. Yeah, I think so. All right. So this is another fun one. The odds of winning the Mega Millions are one in 302.5 million. That seems legit. That's about how many people we have in the U.S., right? So <laughs> one and I mean, that that statistic totally, totally makes sense. However, the odds of winning the Powerball are slightly better. At one in two hundred ninety-two million. Jason. Wow! So wow. I have some numbers on that later. You do? Yes. Well, all right. Yeah. Let's see here. I did some What's prep work. One? Five seconds before we well, started recording. <laughs> all right. Here's what, what we're thinking. So California and another state uh, are the two most states are the two most frequent um, winners. Yeah, you know the thing. Winnie people. <laughs> so California totally makes sense. Yep. Um, especially population. because they're yeah, population. They're up yeah. there in ticket sales. But Jason, what do you think the other state is as far as uh, frequency You're of lottery winners? You're making me think winners? it's like Tennessee. It's something. somewhere you have to drive to get to places. Oh, 
Ohio, Indiana, Michigan. Indiana, <laughs> the crossroads of America. Yeah. I've always loved that slogan. Yeah. Because it's kind of like saying, Indiana, you got to drive through us to get somewhere. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we are alienating people all over the country today. No, I feel like that's Kansas or Nebraska. <laughs> Iowa's pretty rough. Uh, they're all. Uh, Iowa's pretty sometimes. Yeah. I have a friend who's Kansas from Iowa. Kansas is real bad. I have a friend who's from Iowa, and it's really fun to tease him about how flat it is. He gets really upset because he's like, Iowa's not flat. There's rolling hills everywhere. Right. And I'm like, right. yeah, okay. Okay, that's what you would uh, say if you're from <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> all right, so let's see. We've insulted Florida, Indiana, <laughs> California, and sort of Iowa. So, well, you kind of touched on Kansas, too. I did. <laughs> all right. Uh, guess what? If you had to guess, what are the two most commonly drawn numbers in the lottery? I don't even know what the highest number is. <laughs> I, I, I think it goes one to 100. Well, oh, a, one to 99. I don't know if single zero is one. I would guess one to 99. I was thinking like 17 and like 27. Hmm. 17 is one of them. That's interesting. Yeah. 17 and 31. Oh, I was close. So I don't if, know what that means. You know what's funny? Maybe I should play the lottery. I, I don't. So I, I have uh, I've been in line at a gas station mm-hmm. behind someone who is playing the lottery and picking their own numbers. Right. They stand um, there and do it. Yeah. They? You can stand there and pick your own numbers and they'll print it on the ticket. My thought is I'm not real lucky. Well, why don't I just let the the thing draw? You were like me. the luckiest guy I know. Don't even give me my that luck. Has, my luck has changed oh, yeah, uh, okay. when it comes to bourbon, bourbon lottery one um, twice. Okay, whatever. <laughs> well, that's all I'll ever win. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that's all I ever win. Let's that's see. like the most important lottery <laughs> to win. <laughs> so uh, 30 up odds for that. 31. Yeah. It's about one in 302 million, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked the wrong lottery to play. <laughs> the number 31 is the most commonly picked at 243 times since 1996. And then okay. 17, right behind it at 238 times. The number 10, which actually would, would be one of my lucky numbers, is mm-hmm. the third highest. Yeah, so I guess if, you're, if you are, are going to sit there and you're going to build your ticket and pick your numbers, Probably shouldn't leave 31 and 17 out. See, okay. makes sense. Yeah. The, the statistics cannot lie. Kind of reminds me of that uh, Vegas vacation movie with yeah. uh, Chevy, you know, the yeah. yeah the National Lampoon's movie at the end where they go to play Keno and yep. they're picking their numbers. And, oh, that's dad's football, football number. And that's mom and dad's anniversary. Yeah, I think that's more common. Yeah. For picking numbers. Don't miss 31 and 17. <laughs> okay. All right. So we talked a little bit about the stats for the lottery itself. Let's talk about what, what I think is more interesting, which is stats on lottery winners, Jason. Mm. Okay. So this is where we get into the how to win the lottery, yes. not how to win the lottery, how, how to win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is when you're doing it right. <laughs> all right. So 44% of all lotto winners spend their money within five years, Jason. That's according to Forbes. That's absurd what do you think about that i think it's would take a lot of work are you buying or selling that it it does seem like it would be a lot a lot of work no i'm buying it like how could you spend that much money easy i bought 150 luxury cars well okay so let's let's put this in perspective how could you spend that much money how much money you ask on average Lottery winners' gross winnings are between two hundred and seven hundred million. That's gross. That's insane. So you know, at, at the end of the day, it's uh, oh, let's see here after taxes. Uh, I think the the average comes in around three hundred million after taxes. Okay, so I think here I'm I'm like, I'm for, sorry, not the average. That's on the high end, one hundred ten to three hundred eighty five million is the average matter. net doesn't lottery matter. winning. Doesn't matter. 
I feel like, do you think $385 million would be harder, as hard, or, I, I mean, is it any harder to spend 385 than it is 110 million? Probably I mean, not. Because if you've like got you can these spend 110, I think fairy you could spend, in yeah. your head of yeah. what to spend it on. But what I'm thinking is like those stats right there by themselves mm-hmm. say that people that get giant windfalls like this cannot be trusted with their money. Absolutely. It's like, well, you know, we see lottery, it with inheritances, like, don't we? All the time. Uh, I mean, people get inheritances and it's like they won the lottery and it's gone. Well, and then it's they go gone. further. It's like I had I got a twenty thousand dollar inheritance and I maxed out seven credit cards on top of it. Yeah. Well, that that's really interesting, right? Because it creates a behavior for a lot of sure folks. does, and it's hard to stop. Okay, so let's let's remember our place there. Okay. Now you did a little bit of research on I what did. people spend their money on. So how do you spend? On average, let's call it $200 million net of taxes in five years' time. Okay, so probably one of the most common is a fleet, a fleet, <laughs> I say, of luxury supercars. Okay. It is surprising how quick, in our perception of cars in the United States anyway, as a symbol of your success, mm-hmm. okay? But it's also not surprising to me that the very next thing is illegal narcotics. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm going to say prostitution's probably in there too. <laughs> okay. Because it kind of goes hand in hand. Okay. So that's probably not a, a something that you, uh, a habit you develop after winning the lottery. That's probably I'm something not, that... I don't know. I mean, it seems to be like the people that are interested in partying hard and fast, mm-hmm. supercars and drugs are almost connected and they're both expensive sex drugs and rock and roll yeah, yeah. i mean and i mean some how of these can you people, afford your rock and roll lifestyle <laughs> by winning the lottery for 20 <laughs> months about because that's what it's going to take me to spend through this money but i would say cars are really really high on the list yeah i mean that's i think that's why you and i are like saying like how could we possibly dream up ways to spend this when you spend one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month with your drug dealer you can go through it pretty quick. Sure. And that's wild, huge parties. You know, think about it. You know, I, I it's it's interesting because you found a list that goes a completely different direction from the list that I found. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so things that people don't spend their lottery money on, on average is, you know, 62% of lottery winners don't even move. They stay in their home. So they're not buying big fancy houses for the most part. Which is kind it, none of these examples said they bought a big house. Yeah. So it tells me like they went to like New York on a private jet, you know, rented the Plaza Hotel, <laughs> did it Kevin McAllister style. Oh yeah. You know, spent You spent nine thousand dollars on room service. <laughs> was it nine thousand or was it nine hundred? Except their ice cream was cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the other thing that I found that people spent their money on, Jason, which maybe you have that in there, 83% mm-hmm. of winners give money to their family. Now, yes. there's not a percentage of how much they gave, uh, but they're helping family, mm-hmm. which, you know, family comes out of the woodwork and probably, <sighs> you know, oh, hey. Hey, remember me? Look, remember something when you that did we've that never talked about in before. high school <laughs> called blackmail. <laughs> Some, something we never talked about. I have $500,000 in credit card debt. Could you help me out? Yeah, I mean, you did just win 200 million bucks, right? Right. I mean, you'll never even notice. Right. You'll never notice. <sighs> so, yeah, that was that was interesting. Anything else that you have that people Lots spend? of suspect investing. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. lots. I mean, I and I, I think like 
businesses, business ventures, restaurants, you know, things that make people give the perception of success, right? Mm-hmm. That's like check mark number one for these folks that just like blasted through. Some of the ones that like kind of surprised me were they gambled to win the lottery. You mm-hmm. win a hundred freaking million dollars, yeah. right? You gamble some you, you go back. You go back, right? It's like, what? It's like when you beat the house at its own game. Well, the, the, like, the house knows. Once. Casinos know that you're going to turn around and you're going to spend that money right That's there. Right. That's why they put you up in a nice hotel. That's right. right. Yeah, so it, it is. I, I did see. I got a stat here that, uh, let's see, was it 90? Da, 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 da. Well, and then I feel like those those casinos, things like that, are they know who you are, one. And then they play on this like rock and roll lifestyle, right? Yeah. And so they make it even easier and man, they that's how they make so much money. I mean, it's just it's just that simple. Oh, 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 another one. Oh. Oh, you go first. <laughs> no, you. I was just mocking you. Okay, another one. <laughs> another one that is really common ways that people just blew it. Uh-huh. Mistresses. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it all goes together. Another right? another family, right? Right, I mean, exactly. So I just have a totally <laughs> another per family in another area, and that's how blackmail happens. So yeah. Anyways, all so, right. But but it's interesting that you did say mistress because here's another one as far as how the lottery affects someone after they win. Mm-hmm. Did you know this? This was a shocker to me. Okay. And I'm going to stack this on top of another stat here, which is 70 percent of lottery winners go bankrupt. 70 percent 70 percent this is a curse what is the number one cause for divorce in america money fights and money money fights right but 95 percent of lotto winners stay with their spouse what i would have thought that that was a much lower number that was a good two years gunny (laughs) yeah we're stuck with each other so the mistress is getting the money as well maybe uh, it's like the or the uh, mister (laughs) so all right the stats that i came up with I think are really interesting. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, that number I was looking for, it wasn't in the 90s. 68% of uh, lotto winners continue to buy tickets. So Jeez. it's a little more than two thirds. Wow. That can't wait to give it back. All right. So the stats I came up with are I always like to say, I'm going to, so the odds of winning the lottery are one in 300 plus million. Yeah. Right. So I like to look at what are the stats for other things occurring? Mm-hmm. Okay. You are more likely to get hit and crushed and killed <laughs> by a meteorite. Ooh. Hey, there was a really interesting video. A guy in California, I think. Mm-hmm. So they showed somebody driving down the road, yep. and I swear. I saw it. it. Did you see it? I did. I mean, it, it landed on this guy's roof and burned up. Did. His house looked awful. One in 1.6 million. It's a lot lower so than you're, I expected. <laughs> you're saying that that guy had a way higher chance. Correct. Of dying from that meteorite hitting Absolutely. his house than winning the, the Powerball. Okay, okay. next wow. one that I like. Mm-hmm. You have a higher chance of just becoming a billionaire. <laughs> oh, by working. <laughs> by working. Yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, so I was like, this is really, really funny. I mean, you have the, ch- the odds of you becoming Warren Buffett are higher. Yeah. You know, I can't help but throw this in. Okay. It reminds me of Caddyshack, the guy at the bar that's mm-hmm. been struck by lightning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been that's struck six times. Hold on. I got to find that. Um, 
you definitely have a higher chance of being killed by a shark, becoming an astronaut in training, scoring a hole in one, going the uh, to the ER with a pogo stick in places that we can't talk about. <laughs> um, hold on. These are funny. Becoming a movie star, becoming the president. Mm, well, okay. And <laughs> odds of you getting audited are also higher for the record. Of course. <laughs> I was like, of course. Yeah, he's going to be like, well, duh, like 1% of the population. Tell you who I'd be after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I have another fun one. I guess the last one I'll share. Well, no, I, I take it back. I've got a couple more to share. But, you know, you always think about, you talk to people and they say, if I won the lottery, I'd this, I'd yep, that. Exactly. Almost everybody says that they would keep I'm working. i quit my job. No, most people say two thirds of people polled. If you won the lottery, would you quit your job? No, I'd keep working. You want to know something? Only 48% actually do keep working. What a liar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, I love what I do every day, but I'm pretty sure my perspectives on the world would change a little bit. So I'm not going to, I'm not bold enough to say that if I had $300 million plopped in my lap, that my life wouldn't change. No, I'd just, I'd be same old Joe Schmo. Sure you would. With yeah. a giant bourbon collection. I was just going to say. <laughs> hey, Jason. So, so far we've talked about how not to win the lottery. Let's let's pretend that we're a finance podcast and we're financial oh. advisors for the yeah, last couple minutes fun. here. Okay. How should you win the lottery? If you win the lottery, let's, let's talk about some practical things that you should do to not end up like the 70% who are bankrupt out of money in five years. Okay. So, number one, you've never had this much money in your life. Yeah. Right? You don't even have the slightest clue on exactly the complications that it's going to involve. Yes. You better build a team quick that you can trust, that's on your side, that you know has your back. Because like we said earlier, the woodwork will start creaking pretty fast and people will start coming out of it. You know, I had a client uh, a couple of years ago who... uh I won't go into detail on his situation, but something he said always resonated with me. And he'd say, he'd walk in and this became our thing. Hey, client, how's it going? Well, Caleb, having money is hell. Yeah. Right. And uh, like you said, people are going to come out of the woodwork. And by the way, you know, we talked about audits, all these other things that you go, man, I wasn't thinking about this whenever I bought that lottery ticket. Yep. You know, one of the things I could recommend would be, and 85% of people, this is another stat, choose to go anonymous. Uh, you know, a blind trust is probably a good idea. Yeah. I you have time excellent. to claim your your winnings. Yep. I also, I have a tendency to think that separating a portion of the principal and not having access to it to know mm-hmm. that my lifestyle would be okay. Are you talking about an annuity? <laughs> um, no, I'm thinking like an irrevocable trust or yeah. something like that where I get... I don't know if I can be trusted with this because I've never had it before. Most people can't. Right. So... Stats say this is going to ruin my survey life. says you're broke. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to have a real good two years and have to go back, you know, to doing whatever I did before. And I would be I think that's really decent advice. And before it's announced or anybody knows, you know, you have to think like, who who are we going to help? Yeah. You know, who who was there for me or us when times were rough? You know, I think it's important because, again, everyone's going to come out of the woodwork and say, oh, what's a million dollars to someone that won 300? Yeah, we and you know what? 
we could go down some of the legal. I mean, we can't give legal advice, but we could go down some of those things right. uh, as far as trust and all that. But you know what? We would be silly if we didn't reference back some of the episodes that we've already done. Mm-hmm. There were seven things to do with a windfall. Yeah, that would be one to check out. Yep. So if you're listening to this, when you win the lottery, go to that episode. Right. Another one <laughs> is the hierarchy of savings. Right. So in a in a nutshell, I'll say if if you win in this. OK, so this is tongue in cheek. Right. We're right. not talking about you know, winning the mega millions. But some people, I, I know someone who's won the lottery twice and it was scratch offs. Right. Over a hundred thousand dollars multiple times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess what? They don't have any of it left. So practically speaking, treat this like any windfall, right? Yeah. Uh, pay off your debt, pay off your debt, catch up on bills, mm-hmm. fund your emergency savings. Yep. Right. Fund your retirement accounts, overfund your retirement accounts, get on the right track. Right. Right. Do this stuff before you can before you get bored and you start buying sports. Yeah, cars and if you and happen to like have win win like change your family tree kind of money, mm-hmm. like think get about get that, that stuff on paper before right. you spend anything. Exactly. Talk to more than one professional too. Yeah. Well, okay, Jason. So again, tongue in cheek. Uh, the chances of someone listening to this podcast and winning the Mega Millions is very slim. But you know um, what they can but, do? They can like our our podcast they can give us all the stars and the thumbs ups and all that this stuff. is true and yeah. that will make them more profitable <laughs> i don't know <laughs> anyway Long the more pause. people the more people you share this podcast with the more likely we are to contact or to reach a lottery winner who can That's use right. this advice exactly in the meantime i hope you had fun i had fun with this jason oh but it's time to close great. out the tab. It's past time. <laughs> Thanks for having a drink with us this week. It is time to close out the tab. If you have a question or a topic you want to address on the Old Fashioned Finance Podcast, be sure to email us at podcast at bluejfg.com. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to share the show with someone you love or just someone who needs a little money muddling themselves. You can stay up to date on the latest action by following us on Facebook. Old Fashioned Finance is brought to you by Blue Jay Financial Group. That's bluejfg.com and produced by Pottery Studios. Good folks, those Pottery boys. Oh, yeah. We've been your hosts, Caleb and Jason. Cheers. Cheers. Blue Jay Financial Group, LLC. Blue Jay is a registered investment advisor registered with the state of Ohio. Registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The presence of this advertisement on this podcast shall not be directly or indirectly interpreted as a solicitation of investment advisory services to persons of another jurisdiction unless otherwise permitted by statute. Follow-up or individualized responses to a consumer in a particular state by Blue Jay and the rendering of personalized investment advice for compensation shall not be made without first complying with jurisdiction requirements or pursuant an applicable state exemption. All verbal and written consent on this presentation is for information purposes only. Opinions expressed herein are solely those of Blue Jay unless other otherwise specifically cited. Material presented is believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations are made by our firm as to other parties' informational accuracy or completeness. All information or ideas provided should be discussed in detail with an advisor, accountant, or legal counsel prior to implementation.